Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is All of It on WNYC. I'm Allison Stewart. This hour of the show has been dedicated to some of the best TV shows and our favorite TV interviews of 2021. To round things off, we are revisiting our conversation with Jay Duplass, who starred alongside Sandra Oh in Netflix's The Chair. Named one of the best shows of 2021 by The Atlantic, HuffPost, Vogue, Esquire, and more, The Chair is a send-up and an exploration of campus politics and cancel culture. Sandra Oh plays the newly minted first female English department chair at an elite university who has to take on damage control for her friend and the former department chair, a quote-unquote cool professor, played by Duplass, after he becomes embroiled in a scandal that he doesn't quite understand the gravity of. Duplass joined us in August when the show dropped on Netflix. When we first meet his character, Bill, in the show, he's recently widowed, his daughter has just left for college, and he needs to figure some stuff out. So I started by asking Jay what there was to love about Bill and what there was to roll your eyes about. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know what there is to love about him other than I do think he has a skill at infusing fun uh, in the midst of what feels like um, the end of the world, uh, which was mm-hmm. similar to how, how I felt when Amanda Pete deputized me to insert a bunch of fun and chaos into shooting in, you know, what felt like post-apocalyptic scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, what's tricky about him is that um, he he is, a, you know, a tenured white male professor who doesn't realize how many privileges he has that allow him to be so irreverent and so fun and also are allowing him to ignore his duties as you know he's his family is sort of falling apart in front of him yeah every review has commented on how you found this balance because bill does excuse me bob does kind of dismiss the seriousness of his troubles what kind of conversations did you have with your directors and with, with Amanda P about finding that balance? Well, the writing is fantastic. I mean, Amanda Pete is an incredible writer. Some people know, uh, a lot of people don't know yet, but she's just I, it's so exciting to see what she's creating. And I think we're just at the beginning of like an incredible career. So that's where mm. it starts. But, you know, Amanda and I worked together on togetherness a television show i made and she starred in uh several years ago and we've just been you know working together for a long time trying to figure out what kind of story we might tell next together because we felt like our time wasn't over so in terms of finding that balance i think you know it's just all about um having a lot of different experiences not only with bill but you know the truth is 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 the these these sort of events are kind of mysterious. So, for mm-hmm. instance, you know, there's sort of a Me Too moment, which is a shocking moment. But, you know, what I have learned in my experiences being close to these kinds of moments is that it's not necessarily the initial event that either, you know, that, that destroys someone's career. It's really how they handle it as they go. And so, you know, Amanda created a bunch of twists and turns for Bill to navigate. And, you know, we, we just thought about it in way too much. Uh, none of us had worked <laughs> for a year because uh, we were shooting in peak COVID. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, but it was great. We had a chance to, to, to really, you know, 
drilled down on everything we wanted to experience. But beyond that, I think really what, in my opinion, creates the balance is not so much, you know, inside of Bill. It's actually the whole world of the show Mm -hmm. and that every person who's in the show has a different opinion. You know, there's definitely like a like a sort of like old professor and young student um, push and pull vibe. But, you know, even when we shot scenes with a bunch of students who were extras, uh, they were each directed individually as to what their unique take on the situation would be. Oh, that's interesting. Did you get to talk to them at all about how they felt about how this idea of a professor being called out for something he did in his class? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we were, it was such an insular world, you know, um, shooting in peak COVID. So we, you know, we, we definitely kept the conversation going with the kids that we hired. I mean, I say kids, they were, they were, a lot of them were, um, fully grown adults. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) but, um, you know, they, they, uh, they had great things to say. And, you know, the fact that everyone had a different take was, I think was critical to, to, to finding balance in the equation. My guest is Jay Duplass. We're talking about The Chair currently on Netflix. Part of the reason it's hard to stay really mad at Bill is his relationship with Sandra, his character, and her dark and difficult and kind of awesome little girl, Juju. How did you see Bill and June's relationship, especially as it progresses over the course of the series? Well, that was one of the things I love so much about, you know, playing this character is that you know, Bill Bill and Ji-Yoon are work wife and work husband. Uh, work spouses is something that happens. I think I think everyone has experienced it. And you know, if you're if you're a, if you're a good person, you you keep your boundaries high. But after Bill's wife has died, um, as um, the great Holland Taylor, who's in the show, uh, says, um, there's no guardrail anymore, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, all bets are off. So, you know, for Bill to to come to his senses and, and want to reconstitute family and to have June right in front of him was a, pretty much a no brainer. But, you know, what was so thoughtful and well observed from Amanda's point of view is, is often middle-aged dating involves not only courting the person that you love, but also their children. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, half of the romance really is not just Bill courting June, but it's also Bill courting, her daughter Juju and and he happens to be really good at it because he also has a daughter and who's just left for college and um, he's been through the whole thing and he just I've always said that you know it's like you kind of get good at parenting after it's over um, (laughs) and you figure out things on the tail end and he's weirdly positioned to be an incredible father figure for her and you know it just so happened that um the girl who who plays um, Juju, her name's Everly Cargany, is just one of the most amazing actors I've ever worked with, and she and I just became fast friends immediately. And she was kind of like my number one buddy in uh, Pittsburgh. I did love that about Bill and Juju that uh, he 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 spoke to her like a person, and they yeah. had their own relationship, and it was really kind of lovely. Yeah, he wasn't precious with her, and no. um, you know, I have I have a nine year old boy and a thirteen year old girl, and I'm kind of like past that age, and I kind of parent parented her in the way that I would have wished that I had retroactively parented my kids, you know, because I think also Bill doesn't 
he doesn't have that much skin in the game. Of course, he wants to be a part of this family, but like, you know, he he doesn't have any preciousness anymore. And it, it is specific to his life situation too. Mm-hmm. You know, like Amanda and I talked a lot about what happens to people when they lose a spouse or a peer. Um, I've never, you know, I've, I haven't lost a spouse, but I did a, a couple of my really close friends died when I was both 18 and 25. And hmm. it really uh, creates some of that Joan Didion-esque magical thinking where, mm. you know, the normal rules of life don't apply in it. It kind of lets you unhinge and that can be good and that can be bad. And that's what we experience both in Bill. A clear theme in the show is this prevalence of whiteness in higher education. There's a real push-pull between the old guard and the new guard. At the beginning of the show, Yoon notes that 87% of the fictional Pembroke University's professors are white, which reflects the reality if you go digging and looking at the numbers. And, you know, some yeah. of Bill's cluelessness slash arrogance <laughs> stems from this. Do you, and when you think about him, when you created his story internally even if we don't see it externally does he ever really come to understand that her struggle was so much harder than what he considered his struggle professionally i don't think he can ever understand uh how much different Hmm. and harder her struggle has been uh i do think that he covers ground for sure and it's interesting too because he doesn't start as a totally clueless person he starts I mean, it's revealed pretty early that he's the number one supporter of Jiyoon over the course of the last, you know, 20 years of her career. But uh, I don't think that he fully understands it by the end. Um, mm-hmm. And um, but I do think, you know, like, for instance, he addresses a student body and sort of has this simultaneous moment on screen where you see a man realize how much privilege he had and mm-hmm. how off he was. And at the same time, you like witness the loss of that privilege in this very moment. And it's a pretty stunning sort of uh, pivot point that actually happens right in the center of the entire series that, you know, Amanda, based on something that had happened in in real life. And, um, you know, it was, um, you know, very, very real, very, very Mm -hmm. accurate to how. Um, academia is functioning right now, and I mean, I, I'm having all my academic friends come out of the woodwork for this, um, <laughs> and <laughs> it's really fun. Ooh, what do they? What do they want to talk to you about? Well, first of all, they just absolutely love that we're exposing academia for what it is, because you know, although these people are the smartest um and most studied people in all of our land but they also are acting like idiots on temptation island because you know Mm -hmm. academia is a shrinking island and um it's you know ultimately in the end it's it's a matter of survival um and i think what's so smart about how amanda created the show is that you know i do think that academia is sort of like the leading edge or a proxy for Western civilization. And if they can't figure it out, uh, it's not going to be good um, for for the Western world. That was my conversation with Jay Duplass, star of The Chair, which is available to stream on Netflix. And that is all of it for today. I'm Allison Stewart. I appreciate your listening and I appreciate you. And I will meet you back here next time. 
At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But, but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. Of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.